Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne. We are recording this on um, on Lover's Day, on Valentine's Day. Um, it's also the uh, anniversary, I believe, of the uh, Valentine's Day massacre in France. But we won't talk about that. We're just going to talk about the love part, Cupid and things like that. Our guest is Mika Shirell. She's the owner of the House of Shirell. Um and also uh, TriggerHappyToy.com, where uh, Nika, who's a fine artist, has carpal tunnel and needed help, I guess, in the bedroom. <laughs> and, um, and you came up with some, uh, some toys. Is that basically what happened? It's somewhat, a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, then tell me, where, tell me the story. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a classically trained fine artist. I've got a background in ceramics and sculpture. And I created this art series uh, many, many years ago that was of a, um, a dildo with a handle on the end. And a lot of my friends saw it and they were like, oh my God, please make that functional, please. And so I went in and as I was developing and designing the toy, people kept saying, this is so easy to hold. It feels so good in my hand. And uh, being a part of the queer community, it's very important because these are aided apparatus. So whether you're queer or not, it provides additional reach and stimulation so that you're able to hold on to it without having an awkward grip. Um, yeah. Interesting. It would seem to me that the candle, though, would hurt if you lit it. I. Wait, candle? You said, didn't you say a candle? Oh, no, handle, sorry. handle. <laughs> handle, handle. 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 Okay, I, I'm, you know. Okay. And the St. Valentine's Day Massacre was in Chicago. Was it? Yeah. Which is a bit of a waste of France. 1929. Thank you. I thought there was something in France at the Bastille, but what do I know? Um, whether you're, you're in the queer community, the gay community, transgender, whatever, even if you're straight, yes. sex is a important part of most of our lives. Do, do sex toys help that, accentuate that? 100%, 100%. They are often described as marital aids, which is really great. They can be very beneficial for people who, uh, like myself, have dexterity issues. So I did mention carpal tunnel. And it with that, it made it really hard for me to actually hold things. So having the additional space was really uh, was really really helpful. I also see them, you know, in terms of enhancing your pleasure and your life. It's fun. It's an adventure toy. So um, so I didn't quite describe the way that it looks, but it's actually a gun handled dildo. So when you hold it, it gets really exciting. It's an adventure toy. You want to play. Uh, I get a lot of like 007 and Charlie's Angels happening. And it just sparks the imagination, which makes it so incredibly fun. And I think that's one of the major things that people look for in their relationships, to get out of their head and to enjoy their life. Do, do you get response, you know, uh, things like, 
never thought of this before, tried it with my partner, and wow, we 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 went over a hundred percent in pleasure. Absolutely, actually. I have had people come up to me after purchasing the toy and say that it worked in every way imaginable and they just had the best time. I've had people, and this is why I mentioned the um, the queer community earlier because there's a lot of needing to utilize toy as a marital aid. Like in each of your interactions, whether it's self-pleasure or partner pleasure. So... Got it. Uh, uh, it's interesting. Does it do? Do they come in various sizes? Because not yet, not yet. This okay. is yeah. This is the first in the line of toys. So I actually do have some larger ones and some smaller ones that I'm very excited about releasing, and all staying in that space of being well crafted, artistic, and also incredibly ergonomic and useful. At the same time, as a graphic artist, as a fine artist, as somebody who's classically trained, are you still able to work sometimes, somehow? I am. I am, actually. So I did public art for many years, and that was actually where I ended up getting developing the dexterity challenges. Since then, I haven't pressed myself to that degree, but I am able, and it's actually uh, it's actually healed up quite a bit. Every now and then I get like the tingles. <laughs> um, but other than that, I'm pretty good at being able to grip things and, um, and develop and create art as usual. I mean, I love it when I get the time to do it. I'll bet. Uh, 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 and as we age, and you're still a young person, you might have trouble opening jars, right? Mm -hmm. So you might think of, um, I'm just off the top of my head with that gun handle type of thing, maybe you could come up with a, a jar opener with it <laughs> in a different, totally different direction. And I love that you said jar because it really is the like the perfect analogy to how you would have to hold your hand without a handle while using a toy. It's that like trying to grip it from all sides and it can be tough or slippery. So that is again one of the major benefits. And there are some jar openers out there. And you never know what's in yeah. that jar until you get it open. Again. <laughs> Right. It's, you know, uh, in some cards, instead of saying your door is open, it'll say your door is ajar. Right. It's not a jar. It's not jelly. Come on. Give me a break. <laughs> um, our, our guest is um, the uh, founder of the House of Sherelle. She is a uh, Polk Institute cohort. Um, and we'll talk about the uh, Polk Institute um, in, in a couple of moments. Uh, uh, as uh, late night health uh, continues, um, what did what what did your family think and your friends think when you said, "Hey, I'm going into the sex toy business"? <laughs> they actually said, "Oh, that makes so much sense." <laughs> like it was not in any way surprising, um, and I, it's because I have spent so many years 
empowering people around health and sexuality to make a difference in their lives that when I got to this area, it was just a natural part of the flow. Um, I, I don't know if your your parents or siblings are are around. Have you gifted them uh, any uh, <laughs> any? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that have they given you response back or said it's none of your damn business? <laughs> uh, all of the above. <laughs> No, they uh, they really love it. They support it. Um, it. In the beginning, it was really odd for me to reach out and get feedback and you know, give the give the product um, in exchange for the feedback, which can sometimes feel like criticism. And it was really well received. And it continues to be really well received, largely because of how fun it is. Like you really have to hold it to know how fun it is. Yeah, and and uh, I've got a, a thought in my mind, and that is, do do men in particular is, uh, uh, say, I don't need that. I can I can help. I can do it anyway. I'm going to ask for your answer when we come back. This is Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. That's LateNightHealth.com. Don't go away. More coming up. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment.
If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. It's time to tackle a tough topic, one that affects us all. We're talking about sexism in the workplace. The award-winning Identifying the Elephant in the Room series is back and ready to tackle some complicated communications issues again. This spring, we're focusing on critical communication strategies in the face of sexism. Join us as we hear from professionals in the natural products industry who have valuable career lessons to share and real-world experience to discuss from all sides of the elephant. It's time to have an honest and open conversation about the impact of sexism in the workplace and how we can make it better for everyone. Identifying the Elephant in the Room series starts March 16th. Register today at inisibox.vfairs.com. That's I-N-I-C-I-B-O-X dot V-F-A-I-R-S dot com. And join the conversation to be part of the solution. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Uh, our guest is Nika Shirell, and uh, from the House of Shirell. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Polk Institute, because she's involved with that. We'll find out more about that. We've talked about it in the past. But as we went into our break, I asked uh, Nika a, a, a question, and that was, do men, straight, gay, queer, uh, whatever men do they say i don't need that i can do it 100 100 um i think it is one of the things where some men feel like they have a fragile male ego or they feel insecure about who they are in terms of sexuality and they won't say that out loud but not wanting to use toys in the bedroom or uh, vibrators, other things of that nature, it puts a lot of the onus on the man. And then that can bring up a lot of the insecurity. What I believe is as we age, as we develop, as we grow, it's really important to have these tools at our side. I don't believe in any form of sexual dysfunction. 
Um, actually, according to Everyday Health, the most common sexual dysfunction is low self-image. So when we're looking at that, it you, we can take it from there and say, oh, well, um, not being able to have an erection, we could look at that as a dysfunction or we can look at that as a natural part of life and how we develop. And then what does sex look like now? How does it need to change? Are various tools and implements going to enhance your pleasure in what you're doing? So yes, I've had that come up a lot <laughs> and, and it's completely understandable. It, it, it is, and men do have fragile egos, especially in this area, in sex. Um, you're working with uh, the Polk Institute. How are you working with that? I know that you're, um, uh, uh, you're, you're in the cohort, too, of the uh, Institute, and the Polk Institute is a nonprofit, 5013C. How are you working with them? Yeah, I am in cohort two, and we just entered our second year of the program. I approached the Polk Institute because I really wanted to make a difference inside of the work I'm doing and my community. So they focus on developing social entrepreneurs, looking at how are we going to have this work for the planet, the people, and actually make money doing it, because as business owners, we need to be able to survive is like the lowest conversation around it but we need to be able to thrive and contribute and give back so i love the polk institute they have provided an extremely high level of education in the realm of business that i have not seen before i don't have a degree or a background in business and i feel really taken care of really from wherever you're starting. I know for myself, I started the Polk Institute and I had I had some like traction under myself, but I also wasn't gaining to the degree that I wanted to. And they'll take you from wherever you are, whether it's idea phase all the way to series A and support you in getting where you wanna go. So just that type of growth and access is so powerful. When you you talk to the uh, the people at at Pogue, and both Daryl and I have interviewed uh, numerous people from from there over the last couple of years, <laughs> did they go? <laughs> did they laugh at first? <laughs> you want us to go into the sex business? That that actually was a really great moment. So I have been turned down and rejected for so many things because sex is such a hot button issue. And I went into my interview with the Polk Institute and we're having a conversation and the whole time I'm nervous thinking, oh, they're not gonna like me. This is gonna be a problem. And at the end of the interview, I was like, okay, look, I have to be straight. I make sex toys. Is that okay? And they looked at me like, it's a product, isn't it? Like, <laughs> Hey, that's great completely flat it was it was really welcoming i gotta say because i've had the door shut in my face a lot uh, you know we have this puritanical point of view about sex in the u.s um where other parts of the 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 world don't i mean the freedom uh, the sexual freedom in brazil for example especially during I guess carnival is it, it maybe even happening now. It just Next before week. Easter, 
right? Soon, if right? Uh, and the stories that you hear about that. Um, years ago, I, I was on an international commercial judging panel, and the commercials from around the world talking about things such as bras, where we're here in this country, I think we still see the 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 bra on not on a on a person but on a mannequin of some kind and mm-hmm. and 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 maybe they're loosening up but i mean we really they they showed a, a lot more in 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 south america than they they do here are we so repressed in this country still i would say yes Definitely. The thing that I experienced, I just hosted the Global Sexual Health and Freedom Summit, where we actually look at conversations around sexuality from around the world. And there are a lot of cultures that are just more sexually expressed than we are. Like it is, it's a a cultural opportunity and they live it. This doesn't mean that they don't have puritanical things that kind of hold them up or are part of other conversations, but the way that they're able to express passion and express sexuality and be comfortable with it is a completely different narrative. We, I would say, regionally speaking, at the very least, we are developing. We're developing. Um, and it's it's really good to have those opportunities and to be able to provide that work so that we can continue to enjoy our sexual selves. At the beginning of the uh, the show, you actually you use the word queer community, mm-hmm. and I frankly uh, get a little confused because I think that the terminology is constantly changing. You know, gay community, queer community, uh, bisexual community, uh, LGBTQ. You know it. It's, is it confusing to people in the community as well? Oh, 100%. 100%. It, and it is. It's constantly changing. In my opinion, it's identity politics. And that's okay. That's how we find each other. That's how we relate and connect. And when I mentioned it, I'm actually literally talking about the physical way in which people are going to engage in partnership in actually having sex. So... I definitely think it is. I am not the one to get offended when people say different things. And I'm like, okay, that didn't land for me, but there's nothing personal about it. And I think there is an element of just needing to connect to the people who you relate to, which is why people bring up those conversations. I uh, I, I watch a lot of movies from the 30s and 40s, and they'll say, isn't this a queer day? And I think, if they knew what they were saying, I mean, it's, you know, or they'll they'll refer to somebody as being meaning strange, but they mm-hmm. use the word queer. Yes. And it's, uh, it's, it's interesting how the language and the meaning has changed because we don't use those words like that. We're out of time and I, you're, you're a delight. So when you come up with a shorter one or a bigger one or a wider one, call us. And one one with two handles. Yes. yes. <laughs> Got it. Hey, that's great. Uh, we'd love to talk to you again. Our guest has been Nika 
Shirell from the House of Shirell, and you can go to uh, NikaShirells.com or TriggerHappyToy.com. Well, that wraps up this edition of Late Night Help. Thank you, Daryl, as always. My pleasure. And uh, thank you for uh, listening at home. Uh, Have a great week, everybody. Have a good week, most importantly. Have a healthy week. And have a good week-long celebration of Valentine's Day, maybe even with um, one of the uh, trigger-happy toys. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.